0: Good morning, beautiful people! I hope you're all doing amazing and that you enjoyed today's episode on the Quarter Life Crisis. Good morning, everyone! How are you all doing today? Happy Monday! Oh my gosh, I am so excited for this week. I'm gonna give you guys some update because why not? I'm here to share the good and the bad and all of it. So, first of all, I want to announce that I am getting certified in personal training. Yay! I'm so happy with that decision. That was something that had been in my mind for a while. And it wasn't until I went to San Diego... And I visited my gym uh, there that I was like, I don't know if there's a path, like a viable path for me. Like, I'm not sure as a career, I don't know, but I want to learn more and I want to, I want to do it. And I have the opportunity because with my gym, uh, they were able to hook me up with this, like, uh, the the certification program, and I was able to get this huge discount, and now I'm getting certified in personal training, boot camp, CPR, so I've been learning a lot, and it's been really fun, it's online, and they said they, they, they want me, like, working at the gym, so in case, you know, I'm not able to, like, get internships here, or get a, a job that I can, like, get paid, um, during summer i this is an option and i think life is made with those small decisions that we do every day and that will have long term effects you know so do what you love i've always tried to separate that as a hobby but like recently with like grad school and just a lot of like my personal you know fears and hesitations. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do what I like from that one. It doesn't matter if it's a hobby or not. So if you're thinking about doing something crazy like that, just go for it. That's my call for you. All right. Besides that, my dad is coming this week in, uh, to visit me, which will be fun. Uh, we're going to New York for a couple of days. I'm very excited for that. And then I have my spring break next week. So lots of things happening, trying to focus deeply, deeply, deeply on my mental health because last week was really hard. I don't know if you noticed, I didn't record any podcasts and I didn't do that because I was going through a really hard time and I was like, I don't feel comfortable enough making a podcast, making an episode about, like, how you should feel good or giving any good messages if I'm not in that state. I want to be able to, like, practice what I preach to the core. So uh, I, I took some time to, like, recharge, refocus, and really get help, uh, which is something we're going to talk about today. I'm seeing a new psychiatrist, a new therapist. So things are, are going well in that sense, um, especially this week. With that said, I want to tell you all what today is going to be about. So I want to talk about breaking patterns. And I'm reading this book. It's called The Mountain Is You by Brianna West. And she mainly, uh, I, I want to talk about two things that she talks about, which is our self-sabotage and our patterns. I'm a huge believer that... I was talking with a friend, actually, about it last night. You know the hardest thing, the hardest step when you're trying to make a change? It isn't about... It isn't the step that you have to, like, do something about it. It isn't the step that you have to continue doing the one thing you said you're going to do. The most difficult step... Is acknowledging you have to change. It's you have to acknowledge there is something that needs to get better. I'm so uh so last night I was with this friend, and she looked at me and we had like such great conversations and that is someone I'm so grateful that showed up in my life. Uh, and she talked. We were talking and she looked at me and she was like, "Carol, like honestly, I need to say that." you're 22 and I have never met someone that is that young and has so much self-awareness regarding, you know, their, their inner problems and like where they, they are. Like most people, they are in their thirties when they're like, oh, I think I'm going to look back at my traumas and my past and my childhood and see how that interferes with my life and my relationships and things like that. And I'm like, That is so nice to hear. I was so glad to hear that because often I feel like I do acknowledge I have uh, a lot of like personal traumas and and things like that. Uh, And I think that is something like obvious that I usually think, oh, that's something obvious, you know, like everyone does. Everyone is aware, but they really aren't. So the first thing you need to do is to acknowledge your flaws. Everyone has them. And honestly, when people say I don't have any regrets or I, I love who I am, I have regrets and I love who I am. But I do acknowledge that are really like serious things that I need to work through. And I honestly don't think a lot of people, they can say that. A lot of people, they go daily and daily and daily, like day and day and day, avoiding even touching those things. It's like what we talk about our, um, the cage that I said in one of the episodes It's like the cage, your inner cage is very comfortable. Whenever you hit the edges of your cage, whenever something from your past comes, whenever a difficult conversation comes, how do you address those? Because it's very, very, very important that you do. But if you're not even aware, then you are going to have real problems in your life. And the fact that I am aware, it's something I'm extremely proud of. Like she said, not everyone that is my age is like even aware they have things to work through, and I do, and I work through them. And I, whenever I make like last week, I didn't. I did something I'm not proud of at all, at all. Uh, and. I think the Carol of a few years ago would try to like really justify what she did. It was like, oh, but I had my reasons. Oh, but I had this or I had that. And I even tried to do that a little bit. But it was more like, I know. I know what I did. I know why I did. It was wrong still. And I apologize. And, you know, it wasn't, but I had to own that. And I think, especially in relationships, there is a very easy, blame on him, blame on her type of argument, and never, like, it's the two of you guys working against the problem, like, I've always been so focused on being right, that I, it took me a long time, and I'm still working through that, to be, like, I, I may be wrong, I may be the reason why, you know, things happen, I, I may be the toxic one sometimes, I may be the one that is like this, like, Having to accept that, it's hard, but it's very necessary for your growth. Now, the other thing I want to talk about, it's about your patterns. So I've began to realize that, uh, first of all, you know that I'm very open with my anxiety here. I share it a lot. I talk about my medication and things like that. And um, only those who have it will understand Whoever, who who doesn't don't even get it It's like how why can you just relax why can't you just breathe why can't you just it's very hard it's a, a really hard thing to do especially when you're like in a panic attack like I was last week i had a couple crises and it wasn't fun um but i realized a pattern which is uh i'm proud of myself um i have a great day in which I feel at the top of the world and that's usually when I post more on Instagram and I go out do something I meet with someone um, I have a great day and I feel my best and then the second day I'm like good usually start thinking and overthinking the third day it's like I need I start really overthinking and I start being anxious And I tend to react when I'm anxious. Text someone or call someone, say something that I shouldn't. And then I do that. And then I have a crisis usually on the fourth or fifth day. And I cry and I can't do my things. And then I have a weight that I waste pretty much by just like feeling so down. And guess what? After that... I'm feeling my best version again, and I didn't realize that was becoming a pattern until last week, and I'm like, really looking at it, I'm like, why there are really specific days that I'm like, really happy, what is the common denominator here, oh, it was right after I have a crisis, so what does that lead me to have a, and I was just questioning, right, questioning and questioning, uh, The thing with patterns is that you are not entitled to have them. Once you acknowledge you have them, you need to break them. And I say that because I, for example, know myself and I could like go on a loop of excuses of why I do those things and like kind of give myself an excuse for doing it. Hey, you don't have any excuses It doesn't matter what happened in your life. If you are in a pattern and it's not a positive pattern, it is only up to you to break them. How to break them? That's hard, and I know it. And I wish there was an easier way to say this, but you have to, when you're going through that, you need to remind yourself that if you... If you don't break it at the moment, it's going to continue. It's like you telling yourself you're going to get into a diet, right? So you say, Monday, I'm going to start a diet. And then, um, and then Monday comes and you're like, you're very good. And then Tuesday comes and you're like, uh, I know I, I need to like maybe eat something sugary, but it's fine, whatever. Then Wednesday comes and you're like. I'm really anxious. I'm gonna have that dessert. And then you have the dessert. And then Thursday you're like, ugh, I shouldn't have, but you know what? Like Monday again, like I I swear to God, you do you you tell yourself, you believe in yourself. But guess what? Monday comes and you just cannot break that pattern. It was the same thing for me. It's like, oh, okay, I'm gonna stick to feeling good. I'm gonna stick to like those good and healthy habits. And then the crisis would come and I'll be like, I just can't control myself. But guess what? You have to find a way to control yourself. Because if you give in, you are repeating and repeating and repeating the same things over and over. And hey, dude, that's not a great way to live life. You got to hold yourself accountable. I have to hold myself accountable for not doing it. For not doing the things that I know for a fact, they're not positive things find your way if your way is like watching tv watch tv if your way is like i don't know going on a run go do that do everything but like at the moment that you really feel like you're almost giving in don't give in i swear to god don't do that that's how you break patterns that's how you do it you wake up 1 hour earlier you take a shower before you brush your teeth. You, It's good to get uncomfortable. You need to get uncomfortable. And the only way to break the patterns is to get uncomfortable. It will not be fun. And that's why you have to remind yourself. It's like, it will really not be fun. I'm going to be struggling. But the moment that I'm able to get through that, I know that I'm capable of. And you're going to feel so proud of yourself. The last thing I want to talk about is self-sabotage. We all love that because who doesn't do that? And if you think that you don't do it, then let's see. So I'm going to read this book a little bit because it says like in a perfect way um, that are definitely like some specifics of self-sabotage looks like. And the author gives a couple examples. In the example of resistance, I really identified with this piece so let me tell you we often feel resistance in the face of what's going right in our lives not what's going wrong we often feel resistance in the face of what's going right in our lives not what's going wrong when we have a problem to solve resistance is usually nowhere to be found but when we have something to enjoy, create, or build, we are tapping into a part of ourselves that is trying to thrive instead of just survive. And the unfamiliarity can be daunting. Isn't that crazy? We think we want something positive, And then this thing is coming to us. And we are resisting. And we are... Just let me try to give an example. You are in a healthy relationship. And everything is right. The person loves you. The person gives things for you. He, I don't know, he's amazing. And then you look for fights. Are are you that kind of person? Because I was in a certain point. And I would create a fight and then create a problem, then create a solution. I was resistant having a healthy relationship. Why was that? Growing up, that was very unfamiliar to me. I didn't have parents who, got along, and who were happy, and when they were, they were really good, and everything was really nice, but then there would be drama, and then the problem, and crying, and then the solution, and the talking about it, and this was a pattern for literally mm, 20 years, so how now I'm 22, when I'm inside of a relationship, my tendency is to resist what's positive, positive and what I really wanted, because that's not what I, what I had growing up, that's not what I'm familiar with, it's, it's weird that things are so good, and comfortable, and there's no fights, and he really trusts me, how can that be possible, how there's no adrenaline of like, something horrific happening, and I know you're gonna say, Carol, that is toxic, and I told you in the beginning, yes, but how many people don't even acknowledge they do that, And that is something I'm working on because, like, chaos is common in my life. So the lack of it, it's disturbing in a way. And that's not my fault, but that's something that I need to acknowledge and move on with it. The other aspect of self-sabotage that I want to talk about with you about is hitting our upper limit. So... The author says there is only a certain amount of happiness that most of us will allow ourselves to feel. Gay Hendrix calls this your upper limit. Your upper limit is essentially the amount of good that you're comfortable having in your life. It is your tolerance and threshold for having positive feelings or experiencing positive events. When you begin to surpass your upper limit, you start to unconsciously sabotage what's happening in order to bring yourself back to what's comfortable and familiar. For some people, this manifests physically, often as aches, pains, headaches, or physical tension. For others, it manifests emotionally as resistance, anger, guilt, or fear. It seemed totally counterintuitive, but we are not really wired to be happy. We are wired to be comfortable. And anything that is outside of the realm of comfortable feels threatening or scary until we are familiar with it. Which makes total total sense because it doesn't matter that I am self sabotaging myself and I'm doing things that I know are gonna be bad and I I know that are like behaviors that are gonna go back into a pattern or that is gonna you know re- that it will have someone like saying oh Carol like I'm I don't I do not am not okay with that or or be upset with me because in a way that's what I want. My upper limit is like, it's just so much. And then I resist this real happiness. I go back into the pattern of creating chaos and creating drama and creating like those emotions, this roller coaster of emotions that I'm used to in my life. I know this was very personal and it's honestly very hard to to explain and very hard to express because I tell myself over and over like in one of my crises last week I was crying and I told my therapist like is there something wrong with my brain like I compare myself to like maybe other girls who like they are okay they are they don't go through this emotion like roller coaster and she told me, like, Carol, like, a-, a lot of people never went through what you did, you know? Like, give yourself some credit for, like, acknowledging it and dealing with it instead of shutting everything down and being someone else you're not and then finding out all your problems when you're 40 or 50. Like, that's not a good way to leave. You're doing the work, and that is, like, something to be proud of. So if that's you and you're questioning like, Why am I like this? Like, Why can't I just be happy? Why can't I just be quote-unquote normal? Things happen in your life. And the first thing you need to do is acknowledge it. And you're amazing for just doing that. This book is amazing because it talks about other things such as disorganization, perfectionism, uh, attachment to what you don't really want. Judgment. Uh, pride, guilt of succeeding, fear of failing, downplaying, being like busy, quote unquote, and unhealthy habits. So if you're looking for some change, I strongly recommend that you you use this book. There's so many great books out there that really, that are going to help you. Um, I have a therapist and I see this therapist once a week for one hour, you know, even if you see someone for like two hours or two times a week, what about the rest of your day? If your mind is like mind racing all the time, you need to have something like in the moments that you can read or a friend you can talk to and they can remind you of what you're doing. Literally, like the book is going to give you this like sense of like, oh, this is what I'm doing. That's what's happening. I'm aware of it. Let me break this cycle. Okay, and I know it's hard to break the cycle, but the moment that you do, you're going to be so freeing. So, it was great talking with you all. I am really glad of doing this episode today. I'm really, really proud of myself. Um, But I'm also here to tell you that sometimes... Being uncomfortable is the best thing that is going to happen to you. And I know that in the moment, no one wants to be uncomfortable. But after you are past that, you can look back and say like, oh, I survived. I survived and I'm no longer going to tolerate being treated this way. I'm no longer tolerate feeling this way or letting people make me feel this way. You have this sort of like a strength within yourself that you're like, oh, I can do this. I can break this pattern. I can like leave the situation at any moment. I am strong enough to do that. And if people are going to respect you more and you are going to respect yourself. I want to make an episode about abusive relationships because, oh my God, only someone who's been through that can 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 talk about it. So I'm I'm going to have like guests probably here because uh I've witnessed but I was never a part of one. So it's something that I think is very important to talk about. Gaslighting, uh manipulation, toxicity and abuse. I want to talk about it. I think it's it's very very crucial and yeah. I am here for you all. Love you all. Have a great rest of your week and I'll see you next Monday.